0: Me
1: and my girl listen to it every morning on the way to school. SAFM Breakfast. We're
2: back and soda. Show is amazing. Uh, welcome along to the podcast, Rebecca Morse. It's been a big Tuesday.
1: It has. Uh,
3: take, taco Tuesday in my house tonight.
2: Taco Tuesday in my house as well. Yeah. Not because it's Tuesday, but because this morning I did pull out the uh, chicken fillets out of the freezer and put them in the fridge and I'm going to go with the crispy skin chicken with a little bit of guacamole. And
3: do you go um, soft or hard? Oh,
2: definitely, definitely soft. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you, you could have both. Do
3: you know what a uh, pocalonist does? Absolutely. Um, my daughters um, wrap the soft taco around the hard
2: taco and have a double taco. What would be Ooh, the point? Interesting.
0: You, get, you, you yeah.
2: get
3: double the wheat, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Why would you go soft over the hard, though?
3: Well, you just can't put the soft inside the hard. Well, you well, could, you but could. it's bigger.
2: Yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely Come on, taco chat.
3: Um, instead, oh, You have chicken fillets, of course. I'm vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, so well, we have um, uh-huh. in our household, you would love it. You should come around next Taco Tuesday. Well, have, we have refried beans.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> you like refried love beans. Love refried Not beans. Not just beans. on their own, though.
3: No, you with put the, the seasoning mix yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing about it, it does look like baby poo
2: i tell you what it also does is get things rumbling a little later on too. Oh. Refried beans are delicious. They're great, aren't yeah, they? I do or, love a, them. or
3: a Mexi bean if I'm mixing it up. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just – I think um, our content yeah. in the podcast
2: is bigger, better than this. Okay. Enjoy, everybody.
1: This is SAFM's Back and Soda.
2: Hey, do you know today uh, I get a little excited because um, as I'm driving into work, you can see that big blow-up bike in Victoria Square, which obviously shows the Tour Down Unders on. So as I'm coming into work, you know, from about a K out, I can see that bike blocking the road and everything. Um, And because day day one of the tour starts today. Well, of the men's tour. The men's tour, of course. And it is the uh, Tanunda to Tanunda. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, it is a lot of fun. So you know what actually happened? I've realised, Will Goodings, of course, who reads the news on Channel 7, he came back from holidays last night as well with Rosanna. Oh, yes. And at the end of sport, and I'll have a bit of a listen to it in a moment, but... I obviously said to Will, well done, because Will rode into work in his Lycra. Oh, he's a mammal. So he turned up to work in full Lycra. Oh, in cleats as
3: well? Did he clip-clop into the studio? It was like
2: he was a tap dancer. (laughs) And he had, like, the full kit. And I've looked at him and I've gone, mate, I didn't realise you were right into the Lycra sort of thing. Was he always doing that when he was working with you at Channel 10?
3: Oh, I don't know. He got in just before the news. You know, you sports right. guys. You know, the news people are in there yeah. slaving over a hot auto queue all day, and then the sports guys just kind of rock in, throwing around a cricket ball or a football at around you know five o'clock.
2: That's exactly. Well, no, no, around five o'clock. That's because you're on the early news. Yeah. Um, so what got me was that the, there are these people, and as we know, many of you know, when you see this, that maybe the Lycra only comes out once a year. I was trying to work out whether Will Goodings is a fair weather TDU writer ah. or he's your out and about every day sort of guy. Mm, the
3: thing for me with men in Lycra is mm. it's an awkward moment where you go, do you have a cheeky, like, look down and what? What? and, and uh, what? check out the package. What?
2: What? No. Just, shoes?
3: What? Just see the angle of the dangle, you know? Just... Just... just
1: what are you talking about? What do you
3: think I'm Jeez. talking about? I can't not look when a guy's in lycra.
1: <laughs> what is wrong with you? Unless,
3: unless you've really got the, the, the big gut that covers it.
2: <laughs> oh, just hanging over the just top. Just hanging oh. over
3: the top. Little veranda.
2: Well, anyway, do you know, uh, Will was telling me that, because uh, he's obviously on double A, eh? You know, in the oh, mornings yeah, with Pembo, right but he said um, Pembo's not on for another week, oh. so Will's just churning through three hours on his own doing talkback. Oh. So, you know what we should do? You want to give him a bring another radio yes, station. Yes, we can. We can bring five AA. We'll but see. what if
3: they could be talking about gardening? Someone could have a problem oh. with their deciduous plants. Yeah, let's hit
2: him up. I want to hit him up. Okay, we're going to give him a call next and find out about you can't this call situation. Him while he's on air. Of course we can. Yeah, they'll be having a break, won't they? Yeah. Or someone will be rattling on about their plants for two minutes. They'll be an just ad turn for them off. cover. <laughs> there we go. Right, there we go. Well, let's right, get into uh, this. Can, can we hit him up next? Uh, yeah, sure. Or a medic alert. <laughs>
1: there you go. SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Um, you got pink eye or something.
1: Yeah, What's wrong I, with your eye?
3: My eye is a little... So, you and I don't eat breakfast at work.
2: No, Not I, like d- a... I don't eat till normally about midday, yeah. one o'clock.
3: I get home around 11 after yep. a very long day here, and I am ravenous. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't just want to have a little bowl of yogurt or breakfast. Like, I want to have a full lunch. Yeah, but you've got up at 4am. Yeah, so, so it's equivalent it's... to... Yeah, being up. Yeah, so if
2: you got up at six o'clock, so it's like eleven is one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. theoretically. So, so yeah, eat, man.
3: My go-to, <laughs> thanks, man. My go-to cool, meal when I get home <laughs> is a big bowl of carbs, oh, like, like a big bowl of pasta. Really, I love it. Yeah, really. And yesterday I sat out in the sun because it was a beautiful day, and I had some fettuccine, and I had um, I opened a jar of lucia's out of the Beata and I right. was in heaven right. till I was twirling my spag, and this. Projectile just shot into my eye. This bit of pasta sauce, really? yeah, really exploded yeah. into my eye, and it really stung. And I thought, oh, that would be the the old chili in the in the yeah. Didn't think much of it, but yeah, my eye was really red and watery. All day, and I thought, God, I've really. Anyway, then later in the day, I looked in the mirror, mm. and I, I could see this big red patch. And I thought, Oh my God, I'm bleeding! Like,
2: a, of course,
3: when you get a shot, yeah, a blood vessel, vessel. <laughs> on the eye. Anyway, so I've had a bit of a fish around in there. Yeah. It wasn't blood; it was a big chunk of um, tomato skin. What? Tomato skin, which must have...
2: In your eye. In
3: my eye, but it had been there for hours. Like, I feel like I must have spun around the back of the eyeball oh, been, and been in my brain. You would
2: have been seeing red. <laughs> oh, <did laughs> you? Have, you,
3: have you ever had a foreign object lodged in your retina?
2: Well, not a tomato. No. <laughs> not a,
3: did... a tomato in your retina?
2: No, mate, I haven't. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? <laughs>
3: That's one we haven't heard of before. <laughs> what about an eggplant?
2: Did you... um? Hang on, so it was just sitting in your eye. How do you, surely you I, know, I like a an eyelash, pass. an eyelash causes grief in your eye. Surely a piece of tomato, it you're going to work that out until later in the day.
3: It was bothering me all day, but as I said, I thought it was a bit of sting from the chilli. I was putting murine in, I was yeah, putting right. eye drops in, and then, but do you know how satisfying I was when I got that chunk of tomato mm. out of my eye? I thought, I can see. Did you read it? I can
1: This is SAFM's
3: Beck and Soda Just got back from a family trip to Japan And you know what my favourite, favourite thing was?
2: Visiting your daughter who's staying there on exchange?
3: That was my first favourite thing My second favourite thing was not the food or the culture It was the toilets
2: I would expect that the toilets in Japan would be ultra clean
3: they are super clean. I don't yeah. like... I mean, I, I think I'm with most people. Most people don't love going into a public toilet.
2: Well, no, that's a fair assumption. Mm. I don't think there's I, too many people besides a couple of pervs that enjoy a public I toilet. I was
3: excited about the public toilet. So the first toilet I went into at the airport on arrival, I sat yeah. down and the seat was really warm. And I was a bit oh, like, Ooh, oh, gross, because that means someone with a hot bum has been in hang there for you.
2: The Didn't you not layer some paper? You, I you never layer. Clean skin onto the seat. Yeah. I, look, the look, pe- no. if
3: there, look, if there's a splash... No. You know, or a pube or something. I'll oh, brush it so. off. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. There's no need for that. <laughs> otherwise, Come I'll just on. go clean bummed.
3: Anyway, it wasn't warm from the late previous ladies' yeah. bum. There is a seat warmer. Nice. The seats are warm. Okay. Then there's a whole panel of buttons, which I explored with the various degrees of success. They have a built-in um, bidet and there's a button, a little, a little squirt, washer. and there's a button, you can get two um, two targets. You what get you the bum target, which has no. a little picture of a little bum, mm. and then for ladies, what? there's a little picture of a lady which targets your front bum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they do not. What does that picture hey! look like?
3: What it's is that just a woman. A lady? <laughs> so in other words, it's like, this is for the lady, Vince.
2: Hang, <laughs> hang on, hang on. So there's two squirts. Yeah. Can you press them both at <laughs> yeah. once? Can you go a double squirt? <laughs> no. Just simultaneously?
3: I only used it once and the squirt was <clears throat> a bit strong for my, it gave me a little shock. Oh. Um, and then there's what? a dryer. So after you've squirted your front and your back, you, oh there's a dryer. But my favourite, favourite button.
2: Oh, God, there's another one? <laughs>
1: it's like an amusement park. <laughs> <button. Wait, wait. laughs>
3: was a button that says <laughs> privacy. And when you press it, you hear this. Well, the sound of running water and birds cheeping, and it is essentially a sound that you press if you're going to do a little plopsy. Oh, it's a cover-up.
2: It's a cover-up. So it saves you with your cough or like your foot tap that some people do. You know, like you might do a little tap dance just when you know you're going to get to that splash point (laughs) and you want to cover it up.
3: Even if you even if because I get look I must admit I get stage fright in the toilets here at work if there's a lady in the cubicle next to me, yeah. even if it's just a number one yeah. sometimes I can't get my flow to start. So you just press your little button and then you can tinkle away masked by peeping birds.
2: Really Yeah <laughs> <can> hear. It. <laughs> Don't you just, why don't you just put some like paper down so that you've got like a, you can parachute the landing, so that it doesn't have that plop if you're worried? Or do you cough sometimes? You know, you're like, um, but you've got to time the cough because no. you don't want to cough and then miss time it because then yeah. it's like going, um, and then you actually hear that you're doing it.
3: I would. It's never happened to me because if I went in there for that reason and someone yeah. came in next to me. I would hold it.
2: I can remember once at Channel 7, right? <laughs> it was a Sunday morning, oh, and I've no. gone into the toilet, right? And anyway, and you're going on your own, you think You've there's no one a there. You just coffee and things start to move. You can relax. <laughs> anyway, someone's come in, and you know, some people come in with just absolute gay abandon. They don't care, and they just walk in, you hear, uh, uh, right? And then they sit down, and you just hear bang, and they explode like a flock of seagulls. <laughs> I <don't>... Right? Could <laughs> not care less. They've got no shame. Anyway, I was sitting in there once and someone's come in I've gone, Oh, seriously? You're going to annoy me? I'll come in here when it's peaceful and quiet. Anyway, this bloke's come in and it sounds like he's backed out his lung and his kidneys, like vital organs, it was that painful. And it was grunting, it was moaning and everything. Anyway, I've sat there and I could hear it and I thought, I'm going to quickly duck out while the noise is in. So I've come out of the toilet and I've gone back to the sports department and we can actually see the toilet door from there. And the bloke I was sitting with, I said to him, Mate, I don't know who's in there, but this is out of control, and we thought it is going to be someone who's, like, massive. I don't want to say the name because people know who this reporter is, but the bloke that walked out was tiny and slight, and we thought, there's no way No, and the bloke who's got to come out of this toilet has to be 200 kilos, yeah. because he backed out a monster. And oh. it was, when we actually walked out of the toilet, oh. we saw him come out the door, you just go, oh, no, mate, that was you.
3: I wish I was back in Japan.
1: Right <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: We were just talking about number twos because I've just come back from Japan and my favourite thing was the toilets. They have a privacy button. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to make a little noise in your cubicle, Mm -hmm. you can mask it with the sound of birds tweeting and water running.
2: I like it. Look, I have a real fear. I like to avoid other people in a public toilet if you are sitting down because it's just not comfortable. I don't need to hear... People's business. I do like the idea of the Japanese with their birds chirping and their water running.
0: If I
3: have made a noise, I will stay in the cubicle till the person next door leaves. And
2: then you know what they do? They just wait, wait out the front out. and they go, "Who the hell was? I, I can't wait this. Oh my god! It's the girl <laughs> from the radio." Well,
0: just
3: not a big noise. Sometimes you do something involuntarily that little, that sneaks out
0: that you oh. won't expect. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just like that.
3: <laughs>
0: That's a, that's a big
3: diver. Oh, oh, all right, Christy from Blakeview has called in. Uh, what are your
0: thoughts, Tom? Mm. Good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year, New Year yeah. Christy. I love this number two talk before 7, seven a.m. <laughs> love it. <laughs> and I agree with you, Soda. It's all yep. about the parachute. You got to be. It's all preparation. Yes. I like the cushion because I want that soft landing. I don't need. I don't want to make a noise. Yep. So yeah. I agree with you, Soda.
2: So we just get a little bit of paper, fold it up and just cover it absolutely. over the water.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. All preparation on the toilet seat, in yep. the bowl. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I'm ready to do my business.
2: Isn't that how ridiculous it is, Christy, that Beck just goes bare skin onto a public oh, no, toilet oh, seat. You know, that's, no, That is wrong. So yeah, just that's get not your not little airbag air 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 ready for okay. the drop.
3: Here's a controversial opinion, Christy. So you know how there's always long lines at the women's toilets. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's because we're spending too much time in there with your preparation. You're not. We have a responsibility as women to get in and out as quickly as possible to keep that line moving. Therefore, I'm not stuffing around with the toilet paper. Bum down. No, get onto it.
2: No, That is not talking about Responsibility for other people, what you are doing is just spreading diseases to yourself. <laughs>
3: right. you Emma in Salisbury, what's your um, principle in the toilet? Oh my
0: God. I'm like you, Beck. Just, I'm like Elsa. Let it go. Let it go.
3: So you're not concerned about the noise? You just get in there and
0: get it done? Yep. Yeah, nah, just get it done. In, out.
2: Get it sorted. <laughs> you got a problem too, like yeah. All right, thank Would you. Did you
3: know? Hold on though, <laughs> okay. like if you're out and about and you need to go, you're holding on till you get home, though, aren't you?
1: Nah. <laughs> no, anywhere, shameless. Anywhere, you
2: anytime.
1: If you've got to go, you've got to go. All right. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Hey, Beck, just hear uh, M in news mention about the Adelaide 500. Uh, perhaps it could be Pearl Jam. We've had some big ones since it's been reintroduced, of course.
3: I love Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam was the soundtrack for Year 12 for me back in... 1993. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> well you look at who we've had so far. We've obviously had Robbie Williams. Before that, we've had the Killers. So they've got to land another big fish. Remember, I think before Christmas, I were talking about perhaps Coldplay? Yeah. Because I think their tour wraps up in Australia in Sydney on about the 10th of November. Yeah. With the 500, the Sunday night being the 17th.
3: Yeah, I my thought around Coldplay is that Chris Martin's a real environmentalist and they try and make everything carbon neutral. And I just feel mm. like, Rev head Cars is not his five. Well, it's not going to be
2: the electric Adelaide 500, <laughs> is it really? So, um, but the fact that uh, Pearl Jam has just been dropped over the past 24 hours um, now they do not have an Australian tour booked at the moment, but okay. there's been a few little hints and suggestions I think on some of their socials that they may be heading down under, which would be brilliant. And another little change because you think we had Robbie Williams, right? Pearl yep. Jam, a little grungier, but uh, they would be just I fantastic. I think Pearl
3: Jam fits the fits the bill for the Velo. I, I reckon little Becky would be up the front in the mosh for that.
2: It would be magnificent. Yeah, so keep magnificent. an eye on that. You which is, right. uh, would you prefer Pearl Jam over Coldplay? Uh,
3: no, but you know what? Robbie was almost um, too big. Like, I... No, 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 no. The the crowd was too big. (laughs) What do you mean the crowd was too big? (laughs) Uh, That's what you you want.
0: I got a a bit claustrophobic. Oh, bigger the better. I want to
3: be a bit niche -er.
2: No, no way. (laughs) (laughs) go to WOMAD then. Yeah, absolutely. Go and niche your hair (laughs) and somewhere else.
3: I'm growing them (laughs) in preparation (laughs) for WOMAD.
1: SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics.
3: We are deep diving on the Danish royals, of course. Our Princess Mary became Queen Mary yesterday. And we were mm-hmm. saying yesterday, because we chatted about it, that there was no word in any of the coverage yep. or the papers about the rumoured affair that had been swirling around Prince Frederick last year. It was, it like, was like the slate was wiped clean. like what
2: a 48-hour moratorium. Do not mention yes. Genevieve Casanova, the Mexican socialite who'd been linked with... <laughs> Uh, Frederick, didn't they have a big day out, then a big night out? Wasn't there a yeah. pash that was caught? Well, not I a pash.
3: Know. No, 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 not a pash. Oh, but he was trapped. Sure? I don't think there was a. No, because that would have been a smoking no, gun. No, yeah, there was. There was, well, was they were the leaving. Most, the most explosive thing was him taking his little carry on suitcase out of her apartment at 8 30 a.m.
2: He was wearing different clothes to what he'd worn when he went into her apartment. Yeah. Right. So clearly, what it sounds like, well, what may have happened, is their monarchy was at risk given that the golden boy was up. Up to no good with his little Mexican dalliance. So, allegedly, what's happened? Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Denied so, by all parties. So, the Queen, what was her name? Margaret. Margaret's turned around and gone, My boy's up to no good. Yeah. If I abdicate now, which I think she announced on New Year's Day, yeah. Um, yeah. we can then say, Don't look at the bad dalliance here. Let's have a look oh. at what the King's going to look like. And she's gone, Okay, Frederick, you're the man. Go and get your little Tasmanian bride back into favour. Yeah. And then suddenly we're all good. Be the That's King. What's
3: yeah, I'll look, the <laughs> wow. Wow, he's Inside (laughs) Sources from the Palace, Mark Soderstrom. Um, There was a lot of analysis of the kiss on the balcony. I watched it a couple of times last night, and when they walked out, he was looking at her, and she was looking away. He's in the doghouse faux show. Mm, Absolutely. And the kiss... The kiss was lingering. The kiss was making a statement. It was, we're okay, but there was a couple of times when he kind of leaned in and she didn't take the cue. So, yeah, she's she's
2: grumpy. Mm. She's grumpy with him. I can understand being grumpy in Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, I got mugged in Copenhagen. Yeah. You? yeah I got the ice cream. cream. Yeah, the ice cream. Beautiful. <laughs> I was Delicious. on your Dargan bars yeah. or whatever. It's Hagen bars. No, it's Copenhagen. It's
3: they're Copenhagen. They're, Copenhagen.
2: They're they're they can all bugger <laughs> off. Um, what? No, uh, years ago, I was doing a little bit of backpacking through there, and there's a big square in Copenhagen, hmm. The main city mm-hmm. square, mm-hmm. and I'd just been to the ATM and whipped out probably the equivalent of a k, right, a thousand bucks Australian. I was just cruising around are Copenhagen we Were you and off Sweden. To <laughs> no, I've been to Sweden just to check out the Sertisstrom routes and find out a little bit more about the history and Could so forth. Did you just pronounce your name as Sertisstrom? It is Sertisstrom. Yeah. Oh,
3: so it's Beck and Serta. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs>
2: Beck and Anyway, I've just whipped out some cash out of the ATM. I'm standing in the square. And then this little bloke comes over to me and then he starts trying to talk to me and I couldn't understand, he's Danish. Anyway, his leg sort of hooked around my leg. What? Mm-hmm. And he's sort of saying something. I've gone, mate, what are you doing? And then he sort of jumped up and down with his leg wrapped around mine like we are in a three-legged race. Mm-hmm. And I've sort of pushed him away. i gone, what are you doing? I've realised what he'd done was put his hand in my pocket and <gasps> whip out my wallet while he was doing his little three-legged yeah, yeah, race yeah. dance. Anyway, and I've just seen him. He's a little bloke. And, and I've gone, you filthy little prick. Anyway, <laughs> I've chased him through the square, and there are people everywhere, and no one's doing anything. And I got within arm's length of this little bloke, and I thought, when I get him, I'm going to throttle this bloke because mm-hmm. he's taken a grand. Well, he's taken my wallet." violence is never the answer. <laughs> well, it was in this case. Don't <laughs> you worry about that. Anyway, as I've gone to reach my hand out, I reckon he could feel me coming really quickly at him. Yeah. Here comes so the saddest. <laughs> he threw my wallet in the air. Yeah. And all the cards went all over this floor. Oh right? gosh! Over including a
3: crazy horse gold card.
2: <laughs> so he would picked out the cash, thrown oh. the the, the um, cards in the air, leaving me the choice: do I chase him and leave my cards, oh, or do I go sorry. to my cards? So I went to the cards, obviously, mm-hmm. because I thought I need to mm-hmm. keep those. And then he took off through the streets, which I thought was quite ingenious, and I admired what he was able to do. Mm-hmm. And he's but, sorry. Did you just call Tom that? A,
3: did you call that a mugging? Um, well, yeah, I'd say mug. Yeah. That's mugging, isn't it? I think there's one mug in this scenario, mate. Oh. So
2: I, every time I see that um, prince and the king and now the queen, I get a really bad feeling about Copenhagen. Oh, honey. It took a thousand bucks from me.
3: Hmm. Oh, well,
1: long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> this is SAFM's Back and Soda. <laughs> Got a secret. Can you keep it?
4: Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs.
2: Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM.
3: What if most people in Adelaide have a dirty little secret, or they know a secret about somebody else, and we're going to pay you
2: to share your secrets. And you can remain anonymous, of course, because we can cover up your voice and make sure that uh, that no one has to know that it is you, but we can enjoy and really have some fun listening to these secrets. Anonymous joins us now from Broadview. Okay, Anonymous, tell us, uh, what's your story?
4: So I was engaged, and I bought a house with him, and we have been together uh, seven years, I found out through a friend of a friend that he, apparently, he had been sleeping with someone. Okay.
2: Right. So what did you do?
4: I asked him. He denied it. And I thought, well, I need to find out the truth because I'm going to have a future with this person. I need to know the truth. So he denied it and what I did was I rang his phone company and pretended to be him. I put on my best man's voice (laughs) and provided all of his credentials, his date of birth, his address, to get his phone bill sent out. Oh, that's smart. How'd you go? They would only send it to the address they had on their file, which was his previous shared house. So through gritted teeth, I said, yes, That's fine. Please send it to the address you have. And they did. I needed to go to his previous address to try and pick up this phone account. And it wasn't there. So nothing in the letterbox. What's next? So then I knocked on the door and the new tenant um, answered. And I said, I'm here to pick up our joint mail for my fiance and I. She handed me the phone account. I was so relieved I had his phone account and I opened it. Um, I was devastated. There was pages and pages of this phone account. And I went through it uh, systematically. I circled all of the repeat numbers The first number I rang, it went through to a message bank. It said, hi, this is please leave a message. I hung up because I didn't know what to do. And I rang another number that was in there as a repeat number as well. The lady who answered said, I don't know you. I don't know him. I'm not going to talk to you. And I thought, I'm not going to find out the truth by doing this either. No one's going to help me. So I'm going to need to think of something else. And if I call anyone else, I'm going to blow my cover and he's going to work out what I'm up to. Oh
3: my God, I cannot believe the lengths you are going to. So what happens next?
4: So um, I sat on it for a couple of days. What I decided to do was, um, I was actually working as a receptionist at the time, and I looked up a sexual health clinic on my computer at work, I hid the caller ID on my private phone and rang the first number that I had tried because I had the person's name I rang asked for her and provided um, the details of the business that I had looked up and I said that he had been in contact with us and we would suggest you come in for a checkup and she said what have I got And I said, I'm sorry, I can't disclose that information. That's confidential, but this is our phone number. You're welcome to give us a call back and you're welcome to come in and have a checkup. So bingo, you got it. I did, I got the confession I was after.
3: So we're we're laughing about it now, but that would have been quite a shock and quite upsetting to know that your fiance had been cheating on you.
4: Yes, I was hoping to prove his innocence actually. I didn't do it out of revenge. I did it because I I wanted to move forward with knowledge. I wanted to make an informed decision was why I did it. Good on you, though. I love the fact that you would go to
2: that length because you can actually prove it without any doubt. Um, how long ago was this? 16 years. So what did you do with this information? What did you say to your fiancé?
4: He contacted me about half an hour afterwards and said, don't contact my friends. So he had worked out, it was me. It was just assumed we would separate. We arranged um, settlement on the house and we didn't get married and we didn't have children, so I was the winner.
2: Congratulations. Now I think I can hear a little bub in the background. So obviously 16 years on, your life's going well. Well, I've got three
4: children, um, but I'm separated. Um, I'm very happily single now and I'd like to stay single. Well, We're just so happy that you're happy after all that. And what I must say too, this gets worse. Oh, really? Because... I don't know if you can put this on air, but...
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, we've had to beat that out until we get some advice from our boss, uh, the big guy Flack, on whether we can actually put what Anonymous has just told us to air. So stick around. We'll see if we can tell you what Anonymous has just said.
1: This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Okay,
3: we're in the middle of one of our secrets of the suburb. We've just heard that Anonymous's fiance was cheating on her. And in order to uncover the truth, she accessed his phone records and then called a woman and impersonated an employee from a sexual health clinic to prove that her suspicions were in fact correct now before the break you would have heard we had to beep something that anonymous said out before we got permission to put it to air now we've checked with our boss flack he said it's okay so we've got the approval to proceed okay anonymous so how did it get
4: worse because we'd moved some of our stuff into the house, when I went to get my things out that I had moved in, I found a list of women he had slept with. He had he had so there was multiple people he had been with and he'd given everyone ratings for their performance. Yeah, there was a list with forty nine names on it that he had slept with. Uh, what so he deserved everything he got. I didn't do it for revenge, but I think I, I think he deserved it actually. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. Um, can I ask,
2: did he have a rating for you on there? Oh, my God, I knew you were going to ask me that.
4: And, and this was the funniest thing. When I told my male friends, that was the first thing they asked me, where were you on the list? And um, I was second out of 49. I was one point off of the top, but I was devastated because I was engaged and I was going to be married to him. So I said to my male friends, I should have been at the top, but I was only second. Well, who was on the top if it wasn't you? Someone called someone completely different.
2: Anonymous, um, I'm so, so happy you're a mum now and you're loving life. And boy, did you dodge one of the biggest bullets of all time. Yes, I did. Thank you so much. Do you feel good now that you've been able to unburden yourself with this? Yes, thank you.
1: SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Righto, we've just heard of secrets from the suburbs. Uh, just to kick us off for 2024, uh, my lord. This was Anonymous who found out that her fiancé was cheating. Uh, it ended up being that there were 49 people on a list that he mm. had rated them. She came across yes. the list and then also uh, got a couple <laughs> of the girls to uh, end up thinking they'd picked up a little communicable yeah. disease. so
3: basically contacted the phone company, yes. got his phone records and then called <sighs> one of the girls on the repeated numbers and said, you might want to come in for an STD check and bingo. Her suspicions mm-hmm. were confirmed so
2: clever.
3: Yes. I would never think to do something like that.
2: Watch out you dirty cheaters. Ashley from Elizabeth East um, Ashley, that was remarkable. Yes. <laughs> now tell us about uh, have you had a situation?
0: Um, yeah, so I actually suspected my partner of cheating. Yep. I then went into his phone and changed the contact details um, so her contact details to mine. So he thought he was texting her and Hang he on. was actually texting
2: me. Right, so I'm trying to work this out you... Got and you put your number under his under Under her her name. name. Yeah, yeah. So you knew who she was. Yeah, I suspected who she was, and then yeah. Because no one no one checks the phone number, do they?
0: No, No, they don't. They just check the name and then click it and message. Oh, so what sort of things was he texting her? Um, so he was, yeah, just pretty much texting her, like, let's meet up again. Um, my girlfriend still doesn't know. And then I asked questions and stuff and sort of confirmed everything I wanted to know and heard it straight from him.
2: <laughs> so how long did you keep it going, the little ruse? How long were you um, playing it, back and forward?
0: It only lasted about two days until he kicked on and then, yeah.
2: <laughs> and he knows it was you in the end? There was Yeah,
0: getting... he does, yeah. yeah. Um... I, he, I then confronted him and he obviously couldn't deny it then because I had it in there. Oh, how long had you been together Ash? Um, we had been together 16 years.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what made you think yeah. to do that? Um, I don't know. I was just sitting there one night and was like maybe if I change the numbers his messages would go to me and I really didn't think it would work but then it did. So.
2: <laughs> do you know what? That is so ingenious by its simplicity. Mm.
0: Yeah. Are yeah. Uh, oh, you happy just, now? Yeah, I'm definitely happy now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Great, yeah, good on you. Actually. Good on her. Wow, hey. thats clever too, isn't it?
3: Well, unless he was using a code name for her.
2: Yeah, but well, if you know who, who if it you know is who it is, I know. Something. But most
3: cheaters, I think, use a code name. I'll do
2: that. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> oh, okay.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> How does that normally work? <laughs> yeah. I'd tell more. Yeah. Look, I'm going to out myself.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Secrets of the
3: suburbs.
1: This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. A
2: couple of days ago, Beck, I was down in your hood, Henley Beach.
3: Lovely. Why didn't you come say good day?
2: I don't know where you live. Yeah. Where's your hands?
3: Yeah, well, we need I to... I have been to your house. Well, it's no probably invites. about time I have you over for a barbie. Yeah. Oh, I know
2: you live exactly. somewhere near Henley Beach. Anyway, down to Henley with the kids doing a bit of jetty jumping. If you are going to jump off the jetty, please, 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 please check that the water is deep enough. It is the worst thing to see someone mm. do some damage, we'll i right? just leave so that bit out of your story. The tide was in, kids were jumping off, and there were a whole bunch of other kids who jumped off first, so I figured it was okay for my kids. <laughs> Good. Right, the crash test dummies had checked it all out. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got uh, 11-year-old Felix, year old Felix nine-year-old Sienna, seven-year-old Otis, and Felix's buddy Brax as well with us, right? So they've done their jetty jumping, had a wonderful time. We are in the car on the way back, stinking hot. And I said, well, let's whip through a drive-through and let's pick up some uh, nice little desserts to get us through. father of the year. Mm -hmm. Right, so this is what we've ordered. I've gone with the frozen drink, right? Otis has gone with the frozen drink. Um, Felix has gone with the soft serve on the little cone. Mm -hmm. And Sienna and Brax have both gone with the sundae type. (laughs) Little yeah. desserts. I, yep. Anyway, we're driving along. Felix is just licking into his soft serve and he goes, have a look at this, because he was in the front seat next to me, and there's a hair popping out of the mm. soft serve. Ah! So he pulls the hair oh. and it is long. And as he's pulling it out of the soft serve, it is emerging mm. and it is getting longer and longer no. and longer. And I'm talking like a 20 centimetre, maybe 30 centimetre hair as long as the ruler. So it's clearly come from someone working yeah, in the shop with long But you know hair. what? You'd rather it be long. Correct. Than short and curly. Anyway, he looked at that and he's gone. Well, I can't eat this anymore. It had the little flake on the top, and he goes bugger it. So he's thrown it in the bag on the floor, and he's gone. That nah, it's ruined it, right? Anyway, then Sienna goes, oh no, and I've looked around in the back. Sienna's got the Sunday. She has pulled out a long hair. Now Sienna's got blondish hair. This was dark black hair. Oh. same situation, long. 30 centimetre hair. I'm going, we are two from two at the moment. Thank God I've got a frozen drink. I said to Otis, you got anything in yours? And he goes, no. So then we're sitting there going, no. But Sienna started to keep munching away on her. She yeah. didn't mind. She pulled it out. Good on her. Then Brax has got a little Sunday, And I go, Brax, what do you got in yours? And he has pulled out three massive hairs. No. Yes. So his Sunday had three massive hairs What's that he pulled out. I don't know who's mm. shedding and malting yeah. in the don't actual wear shop. Don't they hair nets mm. in well, fast food? Awards? I thought they would have. Anyway, he's pulled out three uh, and then he still managed to finish his Sunday. Uh, <laughs> he couldn't care less. He's uh, gonna, then I'm thinking, what are the chances three Sundays mm. slash soft serve all contaminated with hair? Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's not great. No, it's not great. It's an absolute disgrace.
3: <laughs> Did you go back and complain?
2: No, I didn't, and I won't be going back to that type of restaurant either, and I won't reveal what it is in no, fairness because no, no, no. it could be one of a number, but that is an absolute disgrace. Maybe maybe the person has alopecia. Mm.
3: Maybe it's not this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I can tell you that the Sundays certainly don't taste better at that place <laughs> because the burger's mine. Um, it was absolutely disgusting, but I know that feeling. Mm. You know when you get something that you really love? And I can remember getting eggs. Right, and the guy who is on the screen right now that we are watching when we've got the TV screens here, Sam Mack, you know who does Sunrise? He was over in Adelaide, right, and I can remember we were having a chat with him at the Garden of Unearthly Delights, and we went across the road from the garden to get some eggs, and he goes, this is my favourite cafe, right? And I said to him, I don't eat there anymore, because when we were at the fire brigade, we weren't all in the afternoon. Oh, hang on a minute, you're a
1: fiery, you hardly mention it.
2: And I got eggs from there, Mm. and then... There were definitely short and curlies. Okay. In it. And I remember saying to him, I can never go back, and so it ruined his favourite restaurant here in Adelaide. All right.
3: Let's put it out to Adelaide. What did you find in your food? Tanya in the Barossa,
0: what happened? Uh, we found a whole mouse in a loaf of uncut bread. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. Oh. So it was cooked onto the bottom of the bread. Oh. So When I took it out of the packet and turned it over, it was, yeah, he was there in all his glory. He'd obviously been in the tin when they'd filled the tin up at the factory.
2: Oh, oh no. Tanya, <laughs> so did you take the, um, the bread back to where you bought it? I rang them up and sent them a photo, and they just said, just all this like, produce and, and merch and
0: stuff, but the kids were too scared to eat
2: it. <laughs> oh, I always like to know that if you do complain, whether you actually get a benefit or a result. Mm. Which yeah, that's is good. a
3: bad one. Imagine you put that on the
2: socials. That's not a good look. For actually, it. that's the difference in the world today. Yes. Back in the old days, you couldn't put that on yeah. the socials. Imagine you take the picture now and stick it. A mouse in the bread. Yeah. That's yeah. big. 1060. <laughs> <in 10>, <laughs> Right. Okay, Lisa from Semaphore Park. Good morning, Lisa. What did you find in your food?
0: Morning, guys. Um, I was chomping on a Euroth and yep. I found a $2 coin. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh,
2: that's a
0: bonus? Yeah. And then I took it back and I told him I had a $2 coin and he gave us another one and he said you can keep the $2 as well.
2: <laughs> oh, a bonus. Actually, I quite yeah. like that, Lisa. That's not bad at all. Did you, um, you obviously kept the money, washed it and used it?
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like enough, your 10-cent well. bottle deposit. Yeah, it, $2 does, deposit. it does
2: make you wonder, though, because imagine where some money's been. Yeah. Like I can remember Otis actually swallowed a $2 coin, and it came out when he was a little baby in his nappy in the poo. Mm-hmm. You didn't it out. And then I can remember that uh, my wife threw the nappy out with the $2, and I go, well, just wash it. It's 2 oh, bucks. You yeah. think we're made of money. Mm. Well, it's $2. bucks. you would be worth keeping. No, you would <laughs> It's the same $2 that... Should have got Greek <laughs> salad <safer laughs> and <that> Lisa's Eros.
3: <laughs> Okay, Amber and Elizabeth, thanks. What did you find in your food?
0: Uh, so I went to a restaurant with my dad. We go there pretty often. Mm. Um, we both ordered the steak, same meals. Um, I'm one of those weird eaters. I like to eat my food separately. So I started off with my salad. Um, got about halfway through my salad, and I was like, Oh, what? that in there. I saw something yellow. I thought maybe it was just, you know, the little bit of yellow lettuce that you get. Yeah. And it was a full-on um, little yellow cockroach oh. uh, that was sitting in there. I'd probably eaten about half my salad. <laughs> nice. <No, it's- laughs> um, yeah, so I called the one over. Um, they couldn't even see it at first. Yep. I was like, there's a cockroach in my phone. I had to, like, um, dig through and actually point it out. That's how... Like, you know, you yes. couldn't see it. And what did you get um, for it? I, I got half of my meal refunded because I still mm. ate my steak. What? <laughs> <Half>? That's crap. <laughs> <gross.
2: laughs> I was like, like no, you're not
0: taking that. I was like, I will, I will gladly eat that. My cockroach was not on the steak, it was in my That's salad.
2: Terrible. <laughs> sure they should give you something more than Absolutely. that.
3: Absolutely. Mm. Lisa and Robbery Heights, what did you find in your food? Good morning.
0: I found a bright red false fingernail in my hot chips.
2: <laughs> oh, Lisa. Did you complain? <laughs>
0: I took them back, yep. and the woman behind the counter asked to see my hands to see whether or not it was actually my nail. Oh, come on. <laughs>
2: and it wasn't. I Did don't you? have nails. I buy my nails. <laughs> Did you ask to see her nails?
0: <laughs> um, well, apparently it's protocol that you're not allowed to wear false Stars at this establishment. Yeah, right. But so, yeah, got a full refund. Okay. So. Mm.
2: Now, is a full mm. refund good enough, though, do you reckon?
3: No, I think you need something extra. Absolutely. I think you need a voucher to feed the whole family. Yep. Uh, okay. Oh, this person wants to remain anonymous. Uh, what did you find in your food?
0: Good morning, guys. Hello there. Um, I was working as a pest controller in a uh, olive oil plant uh, mm. in the middle of a plague. And uh, as I was going around doing my routine service, I was watching the mice going through the conveyor belt and getting crushed with the olive oil uh, as it was being bottled.
2: Oh. No. Mm. and not just one mouse
0: no not just one mouse no oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah as i looked at it going in the plant getting squashed and and crushed and and put into that bottle oh. i sort of went to myself mm, i think i'll steer clear of those uh, bottles of oil
2: that particular brand <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, good on you, mate. Thank you so much oh, wow. for your call. Yeah, go with the sunflower oil. It's a better option.
1: <laughs> Rodent oil. <anyway. laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Want to make some easy cash? If you have got a great secret you've been holding on to that you would like to relieve the pressure off yourself from, we will keep you anonymous. We can cover up your voice and you can then just let go. Um, now, this morning, Beck, what we discovered was... Anonymous from Broadview had suspected her fiancé of cheating. Mm -hmm. She discovered that he was, and then she set him up and absolutely busted him. But she also found out he'd been keeping track of all of the people he'd been cheating with. It was a list
4: with 49 names on it that he had slept with.
2: 49! (laughs)
3: 49. But what was remarkable... You were like, oh, that's a bit unders.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What was remarkable... Was the rating he was placing next to every person he'd yeah. been with? Yeah, and she was number two.
3: It's not bad. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't, oh, yeah. He'd like to be number one, though. Yeah.
2: You want to be top of the pops, particularly if he's chosen he wants to marry you. But there's 49 women he'd slept with and he'd rated each of them.
3: Yeah, if you missed it, you can catch up on the listener app. What? But uh, we've got mm. another one for you tomorrow. Yes. Now, this is. If you damage work property mm. and other people have to
2: use it, mm. when
3: we say damage, it's pretty gross what happened oh, no, It's filthy it? and disgusting.
2: Mm. Yeah. It's, it's downright wrong and potentially dangerous for people's health, but this particular person continued to use the property and farm it out to everyone else in the office.
3: <laughs> You're not mm. going to believe what he did
2: to it. Right, Absolutely that's brilliant. That's going great. to be tomorrow morning yeah. after 7.30. Yeah. If you do have a secret though, Beck, let us know.
3: I have no secret.
2: SAFM.com.au. You can pick up 200.
1: SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays.
4: SAFM.